the Links and Locks podcast. podcast. Better than most. Better than most. Better than most. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Four. You got real talent. Don't concentrate on golf. What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Links and Locks podcast, the best bets edition. We're going to do it a little bit differently this week for season finale that's right guys we made it it's the tour championship i'm jason sobel from golf bet here at east lake golf club for this week's final tournament of the season he's ben everall who's at the bmw championship last week so has some specific insight into what's going on benny before we start we've got some news we're recording on tuesday morning just learned that will zalatoris with a couple of herniated discs is out of this week's tour championship no replacement this week so we'll have 29 players in the field Perhaps even more intriguing is the fact that he was seemingly a lock to make the President's Cup team for the U.S. Before we just started recording, you told me an idea that you had for Davis Love, the captain of the U.S. team, and what he should do with that final pick. Yeah, look, mate, the U.S. team was going to be pretty much straight down the line. He had six picks to choose from. Zalatoris was, I think, seventh you know, on the line there, and he it was going to be straight down to number 12. But outside that... We didn't really know who might be in the mix. And we have a few young guys, you know, the Cynthia Galas, Aaron Wise, et cetera, that you might want to look at. But I've got a out-the-box one. Let's bring in Tiger Woods. Tiger what? Woods can play. Yes, why not? That will turn the President's Cup on its head. We will have – he only has to play three times in pickup. He can play four ball with Justin Thomas twice. JT will carry the team for most of the time. T- Tiger can play grandpa <laughs> golf. Put it, put, put it in the fairway with an iron, hit it to the middle of the green, JT carries. Plus, remember, they get to choose who they play against, right? So you can you can just wait for a matchup you think that JT can handle. Throw him out there with Tiger. They have a round. The crowd's going nuts. And then on Sunday, you put him first out. I mean, they're going to be massive favorites as it is. They're going to be well ahead. And this will just turn the event on its head. And, and uh, you know, ticket sales are sore, I guarantee you that. Two things here. First of all, spoken like a true PGA Tour employee who's trying to drum up business in the middle of September during football season for the President's Cup. Uh, the second thing, Tiger, obviously a uh, a usual listener to the Links and Locks podcast. Uh, hi, Tiger. Good to have you listening once again. And so if if indeed Tiger is catching this edition of the podcast, I, I don't know. Give DL3 a call. I, I assume that all these Ryder and President's Cup teams over the last few years, they're essentially being captained by Tiger. He's just not the captain. I've said that many times that he'll go, yeah, you go do the photo ops. You go, <laughs> you know, pose for uh, you know, pictures with a trophy and and do all the interviews. I'll tell you who's playing with who. And so yeah. Tiger's <laughs> the de facto captain. So uh, my guess is if Tiger agrees with your idea, Benny, then he will tell DL3 and it'll happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but it's a good thought. I, I like the idea. Uh, We're going to do best bets a little bit differently than we normally do, just because we normally make 18 bets, play 18 holes, 29 players in the field this week. I'm not sure we can make 18 bets, not really available. We're going to do a little draft, though. We're going to go back and forth with our favorite bets of the week. And let's start. I'll give you the first draft pick here. Let's start with first category, outright winner with strokes. So the outright winner of this tournament this week, starting with the staggered start, of course, Scotty Scheffler at 10 under. Patrick Cantley at eight under on down. Who are you going with? All right. I get first crack at it. You do. Then I'll go with Cantley to go the double plus 400, I think, around about. So I think uh, 
Scheffler at 240 obviously has the advantage, but Cantlay's a proven winner on the course. Uh, and he has a bit of a gap on everybody else. I, I, I do have one other guy that I really think might do it all, but I'm going to save him for without strokes. So I'm going to go with, okay. I'm going to go with, yes, Cantlay is your best bet there. Okay. Uh, with the strokes, look, how many times over the last handful of years have we seen Rory McIlroy be six shots back after three rounds of a tournament and then go low on Sunday? And we go, man, if he just had a couple more holes, he'd be able to do it. Rory McIlroy, six shots back with 72 holes to play, is hardly a daunting task. In fact, that sounds like more of a challenge, I think, when Rory looks at it that way. Uh, I think that it sort of wraps the tour season in a nice bow if the guy who's been the most outspoken vocal leader of the PGA Tour goes out and wins the season finale. And so I'll take Rory at six back at nine to one, which I think is a, a decent number considering there aren't a whole lot of candidates to win this thing. I mean, I don't think you're going as deep as a guy who's one under or even par this week. So really you're limiting the field of players who can win. So getting a guy who might be the most talented player at nine to one, I think is a pretty nice play. All right. Next category, outright winner without the strokes. I have the first pick on this one. And so I'm going with a guy who another guy who's as talented as anybody out there. It hasn't had quite the season that we would have expected, but it seems like he's trending Maybe the timing's right. Maybe the timing's wrong right now because uh, he's running out of events other than this week. But John Rahm starting to play some better golf, putted much better, gained strokes putting in each of his final three rounds in Wilmington last week. In fact, didn't make a bogey at all on the weekend. He did it last year. I'll take John Rahm to have the low 72-hole score again this year. All right, good. You left the one open I wanted. Uh, I'm going to go with Xander Schauffele. Xander Schauffele, I think, could possibly win this whole thing. Look, don't forget that twice he's had the lowest score at Eastlake and twice not won the FedEx Cup. In 2017, he, he won the tournament as a rookie uh, in that old format. He was unable – he he didn't collect the cup at the same time because he came from so far back in the standings. And then I think it was 2020, he was a low aggregate and did not win the FedEx Cup because of the starting strokes. Um, so he's a bit of a specialist there at Eastlake. Um, always finishes up near the top five. Um, so Xander Schauffele, I think, without bonus strokes, is value at a, about, a, what, 1,100, I think I saw. And, of course, I'm going to throw a sneaky one in there. Cam Smith could be that guy too, 1,400. Says, you come from down Beware the injured golfer Cam Smith missed last week with a hip mm-hmm. injury. I thought Will Zalatoris might be a guy that we target this week just because nobody else would, maybe more of a DFS play than a betting play. But Will Zalatoris uh, is out for a little while now. All right. Next category, top five with strokes. So we're looking at guys who are already somewhat close up there. Uh, where are you going for a top five? Yeah, mate, that's where um, I'll slot, officially slot Cameron Smith because um, I think you've got value at 250. I know people are a bit a bit worried about um, the hip and, and whatnot, but I think that he's a bulldog. He's a fighter, as we've said. Uh, he'll play it to the end and he'll, he'll want to put himself in the mix. Uh, I expect him to come out swinging early, um, really try to charge up those boards and um, you know, be there with a sniff uh, come Sunday. All right. I like that. I'm going to go with a guy that does his best work on Bermuda greens. They don't call him Bermuda burns for nothing. Sam burns. I really thought coming into the year was a very, very close comp for Scotty Scheffler. Obviously Scheffler has surpassed him with a master's victory and uh, becoming number one in the world. But quite frankly, I don't think Burns is that far behind Scheffler, if at all, in the talent department. And I expect things to even out over the next few years 
could happen starting this week. I like Sam Burns to have a nice week. All right, top five without strokes, and I get that we're kind of running out of names here, so we're trying to pick out names. I'm not, uh, Benny, I'm not sure of our own rules, but if you mention somebody else for another category, can I use them for this category? Oh, yeah, we can we can run with that or we can force ourselves down. How about you have to go somewhere else, but you can go back and say, hey, if I had this guy, he'd be my choice. Okay. Uh, I was going to go with Xander Shoffley here. Like you said, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. mimic everything you just said there uh, about Xander because uh, he's never finished worse than seventh place in this tournament in five previous tries, really likes his place. And so I expect Xander to play well. But since we can't reuse a name, top five without strokes, Give me Corey Connors, who's been very consistent, very good ball striker. That works on this golf course. Hasn't played great here in the past, but I think he's probably a, a more improved player. Just need a little more experience on this kind of stage. So I'll take Corey Connors at top five with no strokes this week. Yeah, I like that. I, I was going to go with Ram in this slot. Obviously, you've used him already. Um, so I am going to pivot to oh, someone who can make a real run up the board. Let's see. What about Justin Thomas? There, I'll go Justin Thomas without strokes. Top five, he'll 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 uh he'll be fired up to sort of make a run. So I think JT can fire up that board and, and essentially be in the top five players that you know if we were all starting equal. All right, I like that. Okay, uh, I didn't really sort of split these categories up. We're getting pretty deep into the weeds here. But just give me a top ten, and this can be a nebulous. Just top ten overall, top ten with strokes, without strokes, but just a guy who's going to move up the leaderboard this week. Yeah, so this is where I'm going value. This is where I think, um, you know, I don't know if we'll ever have someone win this thing from even par. I don't know if it's possible. Uh, I think a couple of years ago, we thought maybe when Brooks Kepka had fallen into that spot and he was playing pretty good golf. But I'm going to say that Adam Scott, who's been fifth in the last two weeks, will make a run up the leaderboard and just not be able to sort of get past everyone. So I think as a top 10 play at 450 or 550, I think I saw a guy with clearly in form and, and who's won at Eastlake before he was the last winner before we came to the FedEx Cup in 2006. So Adam Scott is your value bet for a top 10 finish. Yeah, I like that. I, I've got a few choices here of guys who are, who tend to play their best golf in the Southeast on Bermuda greens. Uh, Brian Harmon. I like this week, JT Poston, JT Poston 14th on the president's cup list really yeah. at 13th. Now with Will Zalatoris out, he's got a shot to make the president's cup team with a nice week this week. And I think this course should suit him, but I'm going to go with a guy who's seen so much success here over the years. He's won a FedEx cup last year. He started 10 shots back. He finished 11 shots back and yet, Still moved from 22nd to 9th by the time it was all done. Billy Horschel tends to play some yep. really good golf at this golf course. We saw him a uh, little frustration on Sunday afternoon uh, in Wilmington, but I expect him to be uh, to be back and playing some good golf this week. All right. Uh, I guess it's my turn. First round leader. Uh, another guy who is trying to turn things around, at least from the first round last week. Tony Finau, quite frankly, is playing the best golf of his life, Benny. He's, uh, he's got... Two wins and a top five finish and three starts going into the BMW championship last week. Put up a big number. What was it? 78, 79 in the first round of mm-hmm. Wilmington, but came back with three rounds in the 60s. I just think that was a, a poor outlier round. And I, I think that some people might stay away from Tony in the opening round this week, but he's got three finishes of 68th or better on Thursdays at 
the tour championship in five career starts. I'll take Tony for a low one on Thursday. We all know he can go low in a hurry. Yeah, of course, we're talking in this case, low score Thursday, right? <laughs> Rather than, or because otherwise, yes. it'd be silly to go away from Scheffler or Cantlay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just letting everybody know we're not suggesting that um, these players are going to, you know, reel in Scheffler's eight shots or whatever it is. But a uh, good pick for someone we haven't used. I've got to go down unless you're forcing me down, but I'm going to go with another young player who has plenty to prove. And, and not much to lose, but um, Sungjae Im for me. Sungjae mm. Im um, is a bit of an outlier here this week. Uh, not many people will have him on their radar just because of all the, the bigger American names and, and European stars or whatever, but Sungjae is very determined to finish this uh, season on a high and, and take a, a run into the President's Cup for the international team. So I could see him getting a, a good start. Um, to put it to you know, knowing that he is, I think he's six back to start. So I could see him having a big run early, um, trying to push himself towards where Scheffler and Cantlay are. Yeah, I like that. That's an, a smart play. Sungjae playing some really nice golf right now as well. All right, last one, last category. We're trying to squeeze as much as we can out of our best bets this week. Give me one tournament matchup play for this week, Benny. Oh, okay. So the big one, I think, is the top at the top. And you know, the, the, you've got Scheffler and um, Cantlay. I'm leaning Cantlay, as I said earlier. I think Cantlay can reel in the difference that Scheffler starts with. Uh, he just was one of those, he, you know, the return of Paddy Ice, if you will, was last week. Uh, he's had a season that could have been really frustrating for most. Um, not quite getting it done, not quite getting it done except for at Zurich. Um, I think that Cantlay over Scheffler is somewhere where you get you, you might get a little bit of value. Um, outside that, as I said, take Adam Scott against anyone. Good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Okay. I guess I'll let you break your own rule of going back yeah. to another player and picking him once again. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to go to the new guy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you were the one that said the rule. I was. Okay, so can I go the opposite? Can I say fade instead of like, so, okay, we'll go go this way. Don't pick in your <laughs> matchups. Don't pick Neiman. I don't okay. think the course suits him. It's never suited him. Last year, I think it was, we saw him going for the speed record as a single, at the, you know, because we had 29 players. We're going to have that again, by the way, guys. Keep an eye out for whoever's running last on the last two days. They're probably going to try to break the speed record for a round of golf. It well, very well could be Neiman again. Yeah, I'm seeing Jordan Spieth at minus 120 against Joaquin Neiman. I don't mind that whatsoever. All right. Uh, I found one I really like, Max Homa playing his first tour championship. A lot of things to look at for Max Homa this week. First of all, um, you know, it's big paycheck. He can go low and and make himself an awful lot of money this week um, for the first time in this format. But secondly, the fact that the President's Cup, and I keep mentioning it, you'd think he's probably, he was probably on the inside before. He's certainly on the inside now. But look, you don't want to get beaten out by a Brian Harmon and a Scott Stallings or whoever goes out and plays great golf this week. So you still got to do something to prove yourself. And then the fact that he's matched up, at least on DraftKings, at minus 105 against Victor Hovland. This does not feel like a Victor Hovland kind of golf course. You're going to miss some of the smaller greens here. You're going to have to chip out of some thick Bermuda. That's just not Victor Hovland's game right now. So I will take Max Homa over him in a matchup. That's it. That's all our best bets for the entire season. So we got. Yeah. It's been yeah. pretty good, mate. It's, it, it, it has been a lot of fun. fun. This has been fun. We'll be back before you know it. We thank everybody out there for listening throughout the entire season. It's been a blast. Hopefully we've helped you out with some of your bets. We'll be taking a little break for, what, only about two or three weeks. But we'll be back 
as soon as the next season gets underway in the middle of September at the Fortnite Championship. But we thank everybody out there. Remember, you can find the Links and Locks podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. Download, subscribe, rate, and listen. For Ben Everell, I'm Jason Sobel. Good luck with your bets this week. Here's hoping you hit the green.